Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. All right, and we are we are recording, you guys. Okay. So, hi Hello. Jim. Hi Sam. Hi Sarah. Oh, I'm left out. I no, said not hi Sarah. You can't say hi Sarah. I'm just kidding. Well, you can't say hi Sarah and Jim at the same. Oh, I guess you could. I just did it. <laughs> there you go. Hi Sarah. Hi. Um, what are we doing here? I, Who, who's doing this? Who's starting? What, you. <laughs> you. Me. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, you we like to talk more than we do. <laughs> you two talk plenty. Um, we uh, we're we're making a very pointed effort to thank our audience because we haven't been doing that up to now uh so for all of you out there that are listening to us we really appreciate it uh if you could if you like the podcast you can kind of help us out by sharing it um subscribing commenting those things help following us and following us i don't really media you know i just don't understand the the tech world of podcasts so wherever you listen to it you can get it on google play or apple or spotify or Castbox mm-hmm. or stitcher or any of them uh do whatever that platform wants you to do to help us along if you would we'd appreciate it sounds good that good yep okay yeah, i feel like good. we did it this time thank okay. you audience thank you Great. for listening we love we our have audience a, we also have a, a six-year-old next to us if you hear any yep. noises we have two guests today. We, have, we do have two guests. Um, yeah. One who will be on microphone purposefully, and one who <laughs> may, may well enter the space inadvertently, but that's okay. This is my baby sister, Olive, who is sitting uh, in the studio with us today. And then we've got Lindsay. And Lindsay, I always mess up last names. It's okay, everyone does. Is it Gensel? It's Gensel. 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 I was so yeah. Gensel. So it's... It's got a lot more letters than it's supposed to, and it sounds a little bit more complicated, and everyone gets it wrong, and it's just one of those things you stop correcting. In fact, my sister's a theater actor in town, and years ago we joked that we would we should pick a stage name, you know, before either right. of us were really doing oh anything, yeah. Yeah. and we had picked a family name, Ray, R-E-A, it was on my dad's side, and then we're like, nah, nothing will ever happen, it'll be fine, and now I'm like, oh my goodness, that would have been so much easier. <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah, because yeah. people in this, I think people would be surprised by how many, not necessarily so far in, you know, like the 2000s with social media, but how many older media members have stage names, so to speak? Oh, sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I lived uh, briefly in Germany, and I speak a little German. Okay. Not not a ton, but I should have done better. It's okay. It's okay. You know, my dad had four daughters, and he actually taught German, and then we all took Spanish. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so proud. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure really he good. is. Yeah. Very yeah. Uh, well, thank you for coming in. Yes, thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. We don't uh, we don't do any rehearsals. So, like, I where do we start? What you're, where you're do we Minnesota, start? Minnesotan through and through. Are yes, you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Born and raised in New Prague, so Nova Praha. Yeah. Uh, my okay. dad uh, called it New Prague, along with my fifth grade teacher. But everyone else, you know, has taken the good, old, yeah. the good old Midwestern A on it. So it's New Prague. <laughs> and I went to the University of Minnesota. So I moved up to the Twin Cities. And then besides a brief stint in New York working with Major League Baseball, I've, I've called this place home and I love it. Yeah. We all do, too. We uh, do. 
I'll, I'll tell you, she's a Wisconsinite. It's okay. It's My best okay. friend's from Wisconsin. Yeah. Where, where are you from? If I, I hold up the hand, it's this way? <laughs> it's that way, Madison. Okay. Yeah. And that's a good place to be from oh, it's in a Wisconsin. Great place. Yeah. And that's, to be fair, I spent okay half of my childhood oh, yeah. there, too. And you so. did, yeah. Madison's we were a beautiful just, town. It's beautiful. I went to college there, so I'm a badger. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You, <laughs> you know the thing? <laughs> that's okay, ah, yes, Sarah. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, you can see it. that. Yeah, yeah. No. And it's, it's hard for someone from the University of Minnesota. Like, we get our butts kicked by the University of Wisconsin. Yeah, we're so pretty good. You're, you're pretty good, but it's also a really cool town. Like, yes. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel anything special about Iowa City you know like the Hawkeyes you're like oh University of there's, Iowa there's nothing special about Iowa City we love our audience in Iowa City but there is nothing special <laughs> I know I'm just digging my hole right now but <laughs> no right. when you go to Madison you're like god there's great places to eat there's great music and, and theater venues and the and lakes, the lakes. And yeah I know we were just yeah, it's a gorgeous city last weekend so it's it's a treat good old State Street <laughs> State Street's still chugging along yeah yeah, it's a super fun Street. town. I don't, I don't remember actually studying in college. I must have. I passed I doubt everything. It. Hmm. I just don't really remember. Do you remember going to class? Yeah. Did you but do I that? Took, you know, Did you just take art all right, classes? This isn't about me. <laughs> yeah. No, I took, I took. I just sort of feel like she maybe drank her way through. I most probably of it did, and, and then I took classes on like Frederick Nietzsche, you know, <laughs> who I love, right? <laughs> Very anyway. abstract stuff. Yes. Yeah, so anyway. anyway, not about you. About it Lindsay. is not about me. <laughs> so Lindsay, <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about my college experience because at the U, at the U, I didn't go to class and I drank and I didn't pass. So it's a very different oh, story. Dark, yeah. sad, yes. okay. sad times. No, you know, as a as a 33 year old, I'm coming to terms with the fact that I was just not ready for college. And that's you know? sure. Yeah, yeah. And my dad had actually suggested a gap year, and I remember being like, Oh, I can't be a <laughs> on a different path than my friends from high school who I don't speak to anymore. So right. let's just lay that out. You know, right, you, right. And these things you think of at 18 are important and I screwed around and didn't know what I wanted to do. And But that's part of college right. too. I mean, that's right. the experience. I mean, you know, yeah, you got to find yourself and, and when it's all said and done and the student loans are there, maybe it wasn't for you then. Yeah, you know, I think about that every, that every time I pay that student loan, you know, <laughs> right. and I'm just like, yeah. yeah, had a lot of fun, but... Yep. No, no, no. There's more to it than that. You learn things no matter what. Right. And, uh, you know, coming from New Prague, I mean, like, what? You got, there's a lot to learn, I imagine. Oh, for it's, sure, you know, yes. I was a, very an lucky. idyllic community. Yes, I was very lucky because I have older sisters who are, you know, the family I grew up with. I have a half-sister who's 24 years older than me, so she wasn't around mm-hmm. when I was even born, really. But my sisters are six and eight years older than me, and I remember them being a huge influence as a teenager who didn't feel like she fit in, you know, like I actually, I just got an email RSVPing for my 15 year reunion next month. And the anxiety dreams I'm having about going back are, are pretty are intense. Just I am going, you are. I am going because, uh, a, my, the really the only person from high school that I stay in contact with, we kind of made a deal. We're like, okay, we'll bring our significant others. They can go down to city club, which is this like, hole in the wall, beautiful bar that was built in probably, you know, like 1900. It's just, it's classic. And we'll have a safe word, you know, like when we need an out, we'll just go meet them. And so I am going, but the <laughs> dreams have started. The dreams that I didn't graduate, that yes. I have to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, so I think I maybe missed that part. Did you, did you not graduate? From high school, yes. Oh, from college, from, from I did. From college, okay. But I, I, I didn't graduate from college. Right, right. And I went. And I went to two different ones. Me too. I kept trying. I know. It just wasn't for me. I made a like, good effort. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, okay. Solid effort, yes. No, and I, I think some of the dreams about not graduating from high school are the anxiety of not having graduated from college mm-hmm. and that feeling of being a failure because... Oh, my gosh. No it, one cares. No, I know, but in oh 2004, that was what you did. Yeah, I, you went, I get it. You went, yep. you know, and if if you had looked at what I did in high school, you'd be like, right. oh, she would have been a great college student, but it was not the case. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm having anxiety about going back. You know, the, the girls that were mean to me... There was a lot oh, of bullying. Oh, you had the mean girls at, at high school. So I, I keep uh. having these dreams where my two best friends have ditched me for the mean girls from high school. They don't even know each other. But I wake up in this panic, like sweating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, oh, I'm really, I'm really, uh, have to give you credit for doing that. I have not gone to any of my high school and neither have I. Reunions, just I just don't care. I mean, well, I'd like to. There's certain people I'd love to see, but right. I, it's the well, anxiety. I have Facebook yeah. Now. That's why look. I can't even be on Facebook because I don't want to see other people's. Oh, yeah. I have gone so anyway, and because I've gone because I don't have that anxiety, mm-hmm. I, and I didn't, I didn't fit in with, uh, you know, I was, I had moved around to a lot of different schools, so I wasn't sort of the standard fit. In, I graduated from Elk River. Oh, okay. Um, New Prague, Elk River, they, probably you know, pretty similar. Yeah, there's some similarities. Yeah. I think New Prague's a little smaller, but um, but anyway, uh, is there is it possible that there is not there's not one single girl who didn't feel anxious and left out in in high school in their teenage years? It seems like that is such a common thing that you women would get together and be like, "Look, we all felt yeah, that way. Like, no. can't we be nice to each other?" Yeah, and I don't doubt that. I New Prague was tough because everyone was kind of related and knew one another, mm-hmm. and so everyone's business. Like, I remember the first time I made out with a boy, everyone in town knew. I mean, it was just you know, it's a small town, and you're you're kind that of. How many people did you in your class? so New Prague when I was there was about five thousand, and when I my graduating class was about two forty, but we had the largest busing district in the state, so it was kids who were on the bus for like an hour coming yeah. from oh, all okay. these little farming towns, and and I'm the same way, you know. There are people I would really love to see, and I'm just taking the chance that they're going to show right. up, and if not, I'll just go to City Club where they have like. Summit on tap for two fifty, which is yeah. you know, oh, you're like, ba- oh. yeah. No, I mean er, the three town, of us right? are all in that bar in our minds with you. Yeah. Like I, we love small town. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're selling oh, like I, the bags I just of like chips. Bars. Yeah, I say, yeah. same. I, mean, I don't I care just, where it yeah, is. Yeah. Me neither. Where did I just we like go? a bar. <laughs> where did we go the other the other day? <laughs> so and terrible. I was just enraptured with the nachos. It was just on the street. Oh, Sarah, Jimmy, get enough nachos. But it was. I mean, it was like it's a plate of chips, like. Tostitos or whatever. I mean, the guy the literally walks over to a bag of Tostitos, <laughs> opens it up, and pours some crappy the, cheese sauce on sauce. it and some jalapenos and throws it in the microwave, and we're like, "That's, that's yeah, it. it's yeah. like the most delicious thing." Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, anyway. I'm a nachos girl, so right? I, I get you. <laughs> well, good luck with the reunion. Hey, and when is so the reunion? August third. So we oh, coming yeah, up. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. And wow. we we are in the midst of wedding event season so mm-hmm. it goes bachelor party wedding reunion wedding weekend off wedding and so i'm just in my head going okay get some sleep right you know in my 20s it was easy well you're in your 30s you just said that but yeah. like this is that's this the season of weddings for right in weddings your life and, and in minnesota you know yes. like right now yep weddings and babies yep weddings and babies oh and i love babies yeah, I, I it, love it other people's babies. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't quite figured out if that's a path for us, but I do enjoy other hey. people's babies. Uh, sometimes it's best left that way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, it's a lot less work. See, I've got this 
the sister in the studio. Uh, so you're you're Minnesotan through and through. You've got you know you've already told me that's not a Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, you're supporting sure. the Vikings. Such but a you got shirt wins, but. Yeah. I mean, so you're, but you're a pretty proud Minnesotan, right? Yes. And you have had a career in radio mostly. Was that what it was? I don't really. And I, now TV. Like I said, I don't yeah. follow enough. Yeah, know? it's it started. Um, oh goodness, I had the like quintessential college breakup, and I was a nanny, and I was living with this guy, and it was just again college. I was a mess, and the family I was nannying for was like go move, get your stuff, you're moving in. And they really picked me up, but I'm still close with them. They lived in mm-hmm. St. They live, still live in St. Louis Park. And so I moved in and he is a big sports guy and knew that that was a passion of mine and uh, helped me get an internship at WCCO TV. And so I worked with like Mark Rosen and did Rosen Sports Sunday, which was back then was so cool because every Sunday night it was people coming in and one of them was like Harmon Killebrew. And so I just was like in, in right. hog heaven as right. a, a Minnesotan. You know, my dad was a huge baseball fan. And so getting to do that and that just kind of spun things and so then I went to KFAN and then I went to Fox Sports North and then I wrote for the Daily and got to cover the women's volleyball team which was like the coolest thing ever because that sport is just phenomenal and the program at the U of M is so good top notch notch. and so that was really fun and and then jobs just kept coming and I've I looking back now I'm like I never really kind of figured out what I wanted to be doing and so now that I'm at this place where it's like I have experience in radio and TV and writing what do I want to do and I hate saying this because it sounds kind of pretentious but like I love entertaining and I think being the youngest and and having that age gap even just watching back videos like I always was putting on a show there's no shame in that Mm -hmm. no but there is something to be you know it's it's very like Hollywood wannabe where you're like I just love entertainment no 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 you, you just but you don't exude that well, I appreciate there's no, there's I no pretension or no falseness I, I to not. your presence but so. I you know sometimes I worry I'm like oh god do people just think I'm like throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks and so like with the, you right. know, I've been doing some cooking stuff lately and like I just love taking care of people like I'm I'm definitely a helper like when you know you do the tests and they're like what are you good at I'm like I'm the helper to like Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's why I'm in therapy. So <laughs> it takes a lot out of a person yeah. to be the helper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I um, I've just been really lucky to get to do things that I really enjoy and get to feel good about it, which I think is important. You know, I, I always am like not where I want to be, which is tough. I think when you're someone in a, a creative what do you mean field, always not where you want to be. Like like I want more. Like yeah, I'm constantly. Yeah. Uh, so my sister, as being a theater actor, we always kind of talk about you know in this line of work, working in media and, and being a theater actor, you're always looking for what's next. You're always kind of auditioning for what's next, mm-hmm. which is a hard thing to do because sometimes then you lose sight of where you are in that exact moment. So, All right. I want to, uh, I want to take just a moment to break down some of what you said there okay. in, in the way I see it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if I were, let's say I were a 17 to 22 year old person, what I would take from this is I don't need to finish college. I can, <laughs> I can flunk out. And uh, if I'm, you know, exuberant enough for whatever, like the jobs will just keep coming because that's what you said happens. So I, I think what you've done is a really good service for, for a certain 17-year-old to 22-year-old. Now they know they don't have to succeed right. to succeed. 
I, you know, if well, that that's an interesting. Uh, <laughs> way you guys took that seriously. I was, I'm like, huh? Okay, I am not right. a lot go to college. But you know what? Though, yeah. there's so many people. I I know so many people too that never finished college. I mean, and uh, but yeah. I won't actually um, say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I mean, ultimately, uh, even even at the end of the day, you know, in college, like when I was leaving, um, my sort of you know, advisors and everything were like, you know, it doesn't matter. Grades don't matter. Nothing really matters. It's a portfolio. Although I suppose it depends on what profession you go into. Right. You know, if you're going for your master's and grades If you want to be a doctor, yeah, exactly. Then, then yes. be a yes. lawyer, finish yes. college. But you know, other you know, otherwise, you know, really, I mean, especially for what you're doing right now, it's just getting out there, getting in front of people, and being who you are. Right. And um, and it shows. You know, I mean, obviously, I've looked at your. TV stuff, you know, on the Jason show, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, I so, reached out to him. Yeah. But he never got back to me. But anyway. Well, we can just ask. That's so. fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, now we, right here, now we so. have, yeah, now we have someone. <laughs> yeah, right. the <laughs> But anyways, those are great. I mean, so what inspired you to get into that? Like, how did that happen with the, the cooking? The cooking? Yeah. So, I love cooking. Like I said, I love taking care of people and that's, that's my love language for right. sure. Like, I want, I want to cook. I want to be creative in the kitchen. Um, I am now at 33 finally getting the help I need for like 20 some years of an eating disorder. And so cooking kind of became that segue into taking care of myself, if that makes sense. So uh, cooking food that tastes good, but is good for you. And there's a balance there. And it's a very slippery slope for sure. For someone who's, I mean, like my earliest memories of being concerned about my, about my body as a woman are like eight years old. So knowing that, and, and, you know, I came from a house where my mom cooked dinner every night and I don't know. I just, that is, if I could throw a dinner party every single night, I would like, I'm happiest in the kitchen. You know, I, I catered an event back in May for like 150 people. And after it was all done and, you know, the stress of leading up to it, I, my sister asked me, she's like, well, how was it? And I was like, that was the happiest I've been in a really long time. Wow. Like the planning and the creativity. And there is something about when you put this thing out that you've created and people eat it and enjoy it and you can tell that it's kind of resonating with them. I really, that's just me for sure. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, our food supply is a real problem in this country. So, <laughs> yeah. you, so you're making fresh, you're making food for yourself. Yes. And your, and yeah. Your no. And, and that's another thing. You know, I, I was talking with my therapist just a couple of weeks ago about this because I just had this like bad bender. Like, I, I'll just be honest. I was in a bad <laughs> place and I think I had Subway, Taco Bell and Chinese food within like one day. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I was eating to fill something that was not being fixed. And so we were having this conversation about respecting food. And as someone who recycles and has a compost and is, you know, trying to conserve our water and, and being aware of my impact on the world to not respect food in that way. When there are people in this world, in this country, in this community who don't know where their next meal is coming from is, is kind of disrespectful. Yeah, totally. And it's disrespectful to those people in the community or to the or to the world but also to yourself right and 100%. really harmful yes. to yourself yes so, absolutely so yeah. therapy go my goodness yeah so you don't uh you're a little shy obviously yeah, about telling personal things <laughs> yeah. we need to really tread lightly exactly. with you i get yeah. that okay so you're so you're in the kitchen <laughs> kitchen um how are you you know you're making up your own recipes correct yes. so yep. you're experimenting all the time kind of 
you know, are you? Do you have a cookbook? Are you going to have a cookbook? I don't know. <laughs> What's if a, the future <laughs> yeah, of that's Lindsay's a really good cooking question. career? Yeah. So, <laughs> because it looks like you're going that way. Well, I'm working right now on being consistent with getting my recipes up on my website and doing it in a way that works for me and that works for other people. And I also am someone who works. So, uh, you know, you have to kind of take into consideration the, the time of that. And so paying attention to that. And I don't know if a cookbook is down that path. I mean, well, have we'll we got see. an offer for you after this show. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all good. So I, I, I imagine as an uh, an audience member listening to this stuff, like the inside secrets like this have got to be pretty fun. When we when we say we have a secret for you later, mm. you know, edge of their seats, edge yeah. of their seats. Mm. Yeah, sorry, they're, sorry, they're folks. Gonna, don't drive off the road. <laughs> <laughs> We'll know if my dad's listening because he'll call me up. What's the secret? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad, my dad, and my dad passed away. It'll be two years in August, and uh, so that's another. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. it does suck. Yeah. Uh, but he would. I mean, I'd be on air. We'd be on air, and my phone would be ringing, and he'd have something he'd want to tell me, and it was like, "Dad, I love you." <laughs> and of course, now I miss those Aww. phone calls. You yes, know? Of but it course. was like middle of the show right you know like yeah. we just cracked the mics right and yeah. there's dad biggest yeah. yeah oh yeah, for sure 100%. yeah oh i love that it's stuff uh, yeah because you know i'm i'm raising a daughter as well as two boys so i've got this dual thing i've got to make sure my boys treat women well or treat themselves well and people right. around them well and i've got to make sure my daughter you know doesn't suffer i hate hearing how rough it must be to be a young woman and to have to fit a certain body style or you know you, you gals just are who you are and everyone's great oh i know like but it takes it it's a journey i mean to all get to women that place. out there yeah. right just I, I just wish it was easier but it's all the things that. that you wish you could tell your 16 oh. year old self i know you like know? it's gonna be okay i'll say this and this is a conversation my close friends and i have you know like i said we're all in our early to mid 30s and a lot of us there was never a conversation about learning to say no and I'm not just talking about in serious situations like if, if a boy was pressuring you or you were doing something you didn't want to but even just saying no to like hey can you help me do this and if it doesn't fit into your agenda or make you feel good you can say no but there's that b word that people love to throw around and if a man <laughs> said no no one oh, would they're ever just, they're just being strong exactly but if a woman says no it automatically puts you into a category and so that is like when i think back on some decisions i made in life i'm like oh i wish i wish i had been told that i could say no mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that's an important lesson i i've been really conscious the last several years i like I feel like I grew up a nice person. Like I was raised well by my parents and never really had it out for anyone or, you know, would step in and help if needed and all that. But but just in the language that I use, like even using the word bitch, you mm-hmm. know, like it I just thinking about how those things actually impact it's been something that the last few years like, oh man, I really have to be careful. Right. I have to think about what I say and why how that might impact other people. Absolutely. So your career too has been a lot in sports, mm-hmm. which is, you know, basically a very male yes. dominated yes. area. How has that been for you? Like just, 
I mean, I'm just envisioning you surrounded constantly by dudes, yeah, sport you know, guys. You know, there were I, I could tell you a handful of stories where there were male athletes who got inappropriate and made it uncomfortable when you were just trying to do your job, but every woman in sports has those stories. I would say the thing for me was dealing with, you know, working in sports at a time when social media was really coming alive and the comments from people, you know, so with my last name, there's a, a hockey coach, Mike Gensel. He was the assistant hockey coach at the University of Minnesota for eons of years. Very well known. His son plays for the Penguins. He won a Stanley Cup. And so when any time I make a headline, like when I left my job and there were those stories that came out, <laughs> yeah. everyone assumes I'm either Mike's daughter or I'm his son's wife. And so it's okay. this idea of like, oh, well, she's entitled. She she got these opportunities because of her dad, so-and-so. And it's just like, no, my dad was a plumber. Like, <laughs> we just share a last, an uncommon last name. Right, right. And so that was tough. The, you know, I, I look at people like Jana Shortle at Care 11, and uh, God bless her for the things that she puts up with and the strength that she has and, and the resilience because I do let those things bother me. Right. I do let those right. comments that people say and so working Are you getting in sports, any better at that? Uh, therapy helps, in all yeah. honesty. Yeah. Um, you know, there's this, like a meme, I guess. And it's like, you know, there's <laughs> so many billion people in the world. Why are you letting one person's yeah. opinion of you mm-hmm. bother you? And it's like, well, that's the human element to it, uh, right? Right. right. Yeah. You know, but there just, are a lot of jerks out there right. who say really stupid things. Absolutely. And, you, you know, it, it's one thing to say it but you really do kind of have to just let it roll but you don't want to numb numb yourself either you know you want to be aware of it yeah and you know it's okay that it bothers you know what i mean because otherwise you know you walk through life just sort of like you know nothing bothers you and then you're sort of and it's actually bothering you yeah yeah well you just become detached from that feeling right you know so yeah well i i like i i feel like the younger kids are more empowered to say things to like like if someone says something out of line uh the my boys and and their friends they'll they step on it right away they're like no you you can't say that you know they're more aware of the things that are more inclusive yeah right yeah more more aware of the things that are harmful or hurtful and and much more inclusive all around like better than i was i mean just thinking your kids what are they, how old are they now? I mean, they're getting out of fourth and sixth grade, and yeah, they they I mean, know they know who's rounded. gay in school. They know you know they talk openly about all of these different things that like our era ain't no way right. that, that was happening. Oh, right. You know, I graduated in two thousand four, and and even just since then, the classmates who have came out publicly, you're like, that was never talked no. about, and we were obviously not making an environment where they felt that way right where they felt that they could be like that the, way where they felt comfortable right. being themselves yeah, absolutely yeah i feel Which like it's hard oh god it's also hard. hard yeah i my thing with you know talking about when people say bad things about you or or comment and and don't appreciate it is um one of the things i'm working on is kind of anxiety and shame you know like for the longest time i still felt anxiety over getting in trouble for something in first grade like I could tell you vividly exactly what (laughs) happened and that I was hanging on to that and when you learn to kind of let that go like and just live in that moment and just kind of right because for me it's like I'll sit there and and something will happen if someone you know critiques something or whatever and I'm waiting for that flow of like 
just decimation you know like i'm just waiting to it wipes you out just for that whole thing that wave just yeah come crash in there yeah yeah but it doesn't it doesn't it yeah as much as it used to having a a great partner you know i really lucked out that i met someone who is just kind of a great second half Mm -hmm. but learning to talk about it too like identifying those feelings like I think there are a lot of people who suffer from mental illness and probably have for a really, really long time and just thought that that was how everyone felt. And then when you realize... real problem. I talk with my friends. I'm like, so did you ever feel that way? And they're like, no, never. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, so it wasn't everyone. (laughs) Like the crushing chest feeling every night when you lay down. You've never had that? Okay, okay, good. Right. Yeah. Good That's old public a radio yeah. feeling. Yeah. 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 We t- we're pretty. We, we talk a lot. Of, yeah. And I think we do. I'm really a private person, but I think on this, I'm trying to be open. I was just talking to my sister about that, actually, because I don't think there's any shame. I deal with anxiety and depression in the past, and I think we just talk about it. And we've had several guests that have come in and just really shared because I think it's good that we're we're open about it. It's not yeah, something it's sort to of be ashamed of. Unexpectedly shared. Unexpectedly, yeah. You know, it's like I told you beforehand. We don't. We're not out to get right. into these things with people. But you start. This is why we like this. My college boyfriend's not walking through the door in a couple minutes. Is that what we're? <laughs> like? I know. No. Surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Good old uh, public radio. The other day, they had. I, I can't remember what show it was, but it was out of New York, and uh, they had a couple of singers on, and the the gist of the song that they sang was, you know. Every day I go through the day and everything's pretty good. And then come, uh, you know, one or two or three o'clock in the morning, I think about every single thing I've ever done in my life where I messed up or did something wrong. Yeah. It, was, it was very cute. It yeah. was a very good song. And I know that people do that. Yeah. I, I don't generally sit and lament about things that I oh, messed lucky. up in the past. I, yeah, I, I feel like it is lucky. It is. A, that's a lucky. I think, I don't want to say lucky. That's not, because that's the what you're doing is the right way to do it. Sure. It's the healthy way is to, you know, I'm slowly trying to look at some of those things and, and say that they were I mean, learning experiences. I, I'm kind of mm-hmm. laughing, laughing because, because it's not because, all healthy. Well, yeah, because he's, yeah, he's not because, you know, none of us are hanging out I mean, in the garage <laughs> calling me. Come on over. Yeah. Oh, do we well, have a party garage? I just have a I, It's my, I have three children at home, so it's the place I can go and sit and be right. kind of by myself yeah. and everything's fine. Yeah. I get it. Yep. It's a good garage. Yeah. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah. 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 It's uh well and <laughs> the idea that that you've got these things going around it's not like I can't understand that. When I've there are certain mistakes or faux pas, it's usually if I've if I've done something that I think has hurt someone else's feelings or offended them or and it's usually inadvertent, you know, I'm like, Oh God, did I say that the wrong way? Did they they took it this way. That's why that hurt them. I will play that over yeah. and over and over. So. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. And then I and then it's the guilt. God, I wish I wouldn't have said that. That's so dumb. Why did yeah. I do that? I didn't even think of that. And yeah, and I didn't mean so it that quick. way. And I know I you hurt know? them. And yeah. And then oh, it's you like, too. You, you guys are just fine. I don't think I've ever heard you say one bad thing. <laughs> well, you. Well, you, you, you know you're what I'm usually saying. Everybody says something <laughs> stupid. Right. I know. I yeah. know. We all do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I had a dream the other night where I said the R word, and I I won't even say it. Like I didn't say the B word, but that was because there's a six year old in the room. But I don't know what the R word. is. I'm working right. on it. We're, it's oh, a word right. for people who yes. have yeah, a yeah, mental yeah, yeah. delay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Say that again. The what? word for people who have a, like a mental delay or a disability. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just <laughs> is something that's right. been very. Um, 
I've had people in my life who have been very hurt by that word, and so I, I make yeah. an effort to yep. call people on it. Oh, I am the, and I'm gonna swear, I'm the fucking worst on that one. It, it, not anymore, right? But I have a, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. But I have a little brother with Down syndrome, so so, so it's I, it's like a, a thing in your world. Yeah, and when yeah. I was a kid, that was like that wasn't. It didn't have the same effect as it does now. Oh god, yeah. it was it was a very different thing. Yeah. So I carried it a lot longer than I think I should have, and then I caught myself saying it and I'm like you gotta cut that one out like yeah. that that word just can't be in there anymore right. you can't use it you yeah. know well and it, but I caught myself in my in my dream and I woke up the next morning and I was like did I say did I say that out loud did I say it in my dream when did I say that because like that to me is like such a I would hold on to that really hard yeah yeah I've done a few stupid things in my dreams that I carry around in the daylight too where I'm like god you were such a jerk last and I'm like <laughs> Did no, that actually, I, actually I wasn't. A, I didn't actually. That happened do that. to me this morning. I woke up this morning and I was like, "Gosh, did I say something last night?" Like I was like, well, "Oh, wait a second, that well, was a dream. The, yeah. That was a, that was a dream. I didn't to do that." To your dog. To my dog. Cat. You mean Amber, buddy? You mean like that? You, uh, no, Amber. <laughs> no, not God. All right, you guys. We have, <laughs> See, now I said something bad. Sorry, Amber. Uh, no, didn't mean to say, no, didn't I know say it. anything. I'm buddy. buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. God, Everything's funny this morning. I don't know. Well, right. that's because you were at a concert until far too late last night. She went, she saw the rock on rock And, and they were at... Um, at the Armory. That's right. I've not been. Is it cool? <gasps> it was... You're gonna I've love heard it. good you things. You have to go. It's massive. I yeah. was shocked, but um, see, I remember when you could still park in there, and like it was cool when you yeah, got to. There did was, you ever park in the? In, you mean like park and make out or something? No, <laughs> you, you were going to like a twins game, and they offered like five dollar parking, and you pulled oh. into the armory, and it was like a blast from the past. It was so cool. God, I just don't remember oh. it. Uh, I don't remember Everyone it either. Everyone seems to have but a I don't remember story anything. about the armory. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why we built a memory preservation right. I need Neither one of us remembers it. Right. Like, I'm I like, like it. Yeah. we're probably both hanging out there. <laughs> we probably were. I mean, I'm sure. If, if I'm sure I was drinking, you know, tailgating. Probably. You were drinking so. in the well, maybe. You know, oh Tom, yeah, I was always drinking. I have to say, <laughs> I'm at, still drinking. Yeah, <laughs> you make yourself sound so bad. I it's, was going to say, it's yeah, like it's, aggressive. It's I know he's not. Uh, you know, raging, like a raging, full blown alcoholic. I think Jim's social life <laughs> revolves around having a few beers. Well, we are from the Midwest. <laughs> yes. I just want to say one thing about the armory. So you yeah. walk in, and you know, they have bars along both sides of the entire venue. I was like, that's oh. the way to do it. Because oh. then you, everyone's not crowded. Yes. They have plenty of bartenders. Well, they I'm do it really there. well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds like the place to oh, see a Jim. concert. The photos it, look great. It's yeah. really everyone it says real it's fantastic. Great, yeah. Okay, so. so. All right, can we do this break thing? Yeah, let's do a break. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit PackSimply.com. All right, all right, all right. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what isn't? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeling service, residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with a purpose. Visit KineticDesignBuild.com to request a consolation. 
constant. God, I just like that. That one. That, all right, that one is definitely not going to be mine. <laughs> that could be oh, my favorite. Want to go on a wilderness adventure with Sam, or maybe know a group of kids who could benefit from a break from their electronics? Maybe you just need a break from the kids. Visit EarthEd.org for more information about how to get started. Brought to you by the Andalin app. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andalin... Ah, shit. Andalin, now available on the App Store and Google Play. Visit andalin.app for more information. Do you have an idea that you know deserves a digital solution? Finding a partner to help navigate the digital design and application building process can be daunting. Mobile Composer, in partnership with Kinetic Legacy, offers forward-thinking design built on a stable and adaptable compliance platform. Visit mcomposer.com or kineticlegacy.us to get started building the solutions of tomorrow. Enterprise or consumer together, Mobile Composer and Kinetic Legacy offer solutions that work in a language you can understand. Interested in art? James Holmberg... (sighs) Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. (sighs) Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more. Sarah, that'd be the best. You think? What? For I mean, we birthday? have our sticker on the what fridge. Would be the best? <laughs> Picture of Motley Crue. A poster of Motley Crue. Poster Crew of Motley yeah. Crue. But what era? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, it's your life, Jim. Are they like your favorite? Yeah, no. Oh. Okay. No. Right. I just. I did. Yeah. I did hit record because you guys were. Oh. Yeah. Finally, I finally okay. got Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> I, <know>. Hi. <laughs> I was trying to see if you'd even have room in here for my proposal. Oh, no, there's no, always no. We'll, room, we'll right? Make room. Get rid of one of those paintings. That yeah. Are cluttering up. Listen, we can get rid of any of this artwork for a crew poster in here. <laughs> Jim's right. a painter, so this he's responsible here, yes. for all the pretty yeah. things. In I here. love it. Yeah. So Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, What's going on? What's no, happening? no, I have very. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, this is serious real serious. Question? Uh, no, I'm not serious. Uh, TV, you're cooking. Yeah. Are you? Is is this a good thing? Are you qualified to be <laughs> <laughs> That's an on-air cook? Um, Teaching people huh. things about since, cooking? Since we're coming back from the break, yeah. we have other questions. I Are like you it. qualified? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no. You know, so as far as skills, <laughs> yeah. everything I've learned, I've either learned from my mother or my boyfriend. My boyfriend uh, was a line cook in grad school in Tennessee. So he worked at this little Jewish deli and makes a mean omelet bar. Let I mean me that's tell that's really the meat of it. Right. The line cook. They're yes. they're back there doing Absolutely. the Absolutely. What hard is stuff. the what is the line cook? Because I never worked in a restaurant. Well and like I should the, know this. I mean each well so like on the line each person kinda has a different responsibility. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're like the omelet guy, sometimes you're the pancake guy, but like you're the one who's busting it all out. Okay. Yes. Okay. So they so like the chef is is the boss. The okay. chef says, here's the menu Here's the way I want you to make these things. You give it over to the cooks. And the cooks are, you know, if you're a line cook, you, you're... You're a specialist? 
Yeah, you're a yeah. specialist in whatever you're making that day. Okay. You know? Kind of a copycat a little right. bit. Yeah. You're just, you, you know your orders, you know what you're supposed to do. Sure. Yep. You're under the direction of the head chef. Okay. Yeah. So, do you have um, a favorite chef or a whoa, whoa, favorite whoa. cook? She never answered the question if about I'm qualified. qualified. Oh, sorry. <laughs> then you I'm already on to the next one. <laughs> so, I'm qualified to dish out tips and tricks that work for me and that's pretty much what I stick to I don't go on and pretend to be anything other than what I am and so like it's like I use a crock pot a lot I'm sorry I use a slow cooker a lot do not come after me crock pot Uh, it's a slow cooker that's the that's the device oh crock pot is a brand they get yeah they get real real picky about that yeah but um no in fact I have thought about going back to school for some cooking classes. Mm. And so that is something that I'm kind of throwing around in my head right now. And and I'm not trying to push you. No, you're just fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I believe you're qualified. My thing is I had I had a brief period of time where I did a couple of TV things, yeah. right? Uh, just, just DIY stuff through construction because that's where I was at. Right. And then uh, that led to a couple of shows where we were actually on camera or whatever. And... Uh, I was, I'm jaded. I found it was, uh, there was so much dishonesty in the DIY TV show world. You don't say. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, wow, this is really cool. We got this done for 10000 and I'm sitting there with a check for thirty six, and I'm like, well, you didn't get anything done for 10000 Why are right. you lying so much? You yes. Know? Um so, but I think the world of cooking shows and all of that is a whole different thing. I think people would be shocked, you know, when you watch a cooking demonstration, and more so I'm talking, you know, like if you're watching the news and someone comes on like it's a chef, the amount of time that goes into it mm, behind the mm-hmm. scenes, because you are given four to five minutes, and so everything has to be done. Yeah. But you have to have a finished product, then you have to have it not started, and like middle ground, and then you need to be able to show what you're doing. So really, for that four to five minutes, you've got four different setups of right. the same product. So I eat leftovers a lot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of leftovers. You really enjoy this though, don't I do. you? You're, I do. This is you found something that you really really enjoy. Yeah, you know, um as far as favorite chefs, oh gosh, I'm kind of all over the board. I don't watch cooking shows as much as you think I might. I actually watch more <laughs> the DIY, DIY stuff. stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're a little addicted to HGTV in our house. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it kind of all fits into the same thing, you know. Like I would love like if you said, "Okay, where where are things in five years? I would love a show that was like everything in the house. So like everything that encompasses like your lot. So the the garden, the backyard, DIY projects. We yeah. do a ton of them around our house. My boyfriend just finished these 1940s mid-century modern chairs that we inherited. Oh. And they're stunning. And so stuff like that, you know, I would rather create something or redo something than just go out and buy it. Yeah, so I think i missed just one little part of that you're saying that you would like to try and put together a show that yeah. that does that oh yeah. i think that would be fantastic yeah like a show again going back to like the oh, i like to entertain like building a brand around it mm-hmm. so uh i sew and i yeah do diy projects i used to sell furniture i used to buy furniture off craigslist and flip it yeah. And so I did that for a couple summers. And that's like, if I could do that all day and pay the bills, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. But you need like a shop. and Right. We had Amy, we- Amy Buchanan in here yesterday, oh. who's yeah. uh, the Center for Lost Objects yeah. in St. Paul. Yeah. Have you so, been there? I have not. It's very cool. It's yeah. very Super eclectic. cool. I mean, it's got a lot of 
things going on. I, I think you would enjoy this, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go check well, it out. Well, and I, I think that that would be, I think, you know, again, so I'm, I, I wasn't jaded by TV in the sense that I hated everything about it. I just didn't like the lying. Right. It was the, it, that was the only part of it that really ticked me off. I just, why, why are we being so dishonest about these things? Well, and it gives people a false sense of hope mm-hmm. when it comes to doing it for themselves. Totally. I think a lot of people, it, it's kind of like the publisher's clearinghouse, like this get, get rich quick scheme. <laughs> oh when people yeah. watch HGTV, they think, oh, well, I can renovate my bathroom for $10,000. And you're like, no, you can't. I Not mean, unless your dad's a plumber and your mm-hmm. brother-in-law's a contractor. And, and even then, my, my business partner redid his master bath and he said you know i spent 9600 bucks on materials alone right. like why do people think we can do a bathroom for them for 10 grand it's right. just not gonna happen no. it's impossible yeah. and, and we lucked out you know we bought a house built in 58 in this sweet little cul-de-sac and we enjoy our neighbors and we enjoy where we're living and where are you living we're in crystal oh really uh <laughs> so i grew up in crystal really? i went to cooper okay yeah. so where so. in like the square were you well i i so before we go there, okay. uh, you mentioned a bar. Pub 42? Is that okay? I was going to yeah. guess Stevo's. Where's Stevo's? I have not it heard probably, yet. Does it still exist? By, uh, I think Welcome it does. Park, I've by, heard people talk about Stevo's because they have like great bar food, is what yes, I'm told. Yes, they do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So there Steve-O's, you go. Stevo's, I'll add it Steve-O's. to the list. And yeah. Mercilessly bags on Crystal. Oh. Well, it's, I mean, it's. Sometimes we joke that we're either West Robbinsdale or North Golden Valley, depending on what's in the news. Like this right. last weekend. Exactly. Hilarious. Last, so literally last Thursday, we were going up to a friend's cabin, and I was like, oh. And where was the cabin? Ottertail, like way up north. Oh. You know where Perham is? Close to there, yeah. 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 That's we have also my second battle. stopping okay. ground. Cool. Yeah. yeah, so we are in sync. I like I, it. I kind of figured that. And yeah. we're you up know. in Battle Lake. Yeah, so oh. we're in that that same area. I love uh, it. Love Stella's it. Yes. and the Rusty Nail. The Rusty Nail. Uh, uh, yes, uh, we played R- some Randy. touch tunes there on Friday night. It was a good time. <laughs> Randy at the Rusty Nail. Yeah, no, but we were joking. We were like, "Oh, we're gonna miss Duck Duck Days again this year." Oh, and then on Sunday, just with, wait. Yeah. Sunday, we're sitting there, and I pull up my phone, and the first story on Care Eleven is like, "Duck Duck Days shut down because of violence." And I was like, "John, <laughs> oh. but." but Kind of it like an otter tail? No, no, New Hope, Crystal. Oh, Duck Duck. Oh, so it's New it's Hope Duck, Duck and days. Crystal. And what am I missing? Uh, New Hope, Crystal, Robbinsdale, Golden uh, Valley, Golden Valley, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Center, Center. is Wyzetta. Like Park. Brooklyn Park is like yeah. the north side. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Doesn't it border Wyzetta too? Is that mm, no part uh-huh. of it? No. No, no. Wyzetta is a lot. I know Wyzetta yeah. is nice. That's, you that's know? fancy. Yeah. Or Wayzata. Wayzata. Right. Right. I mean. It's crystal. Yeah. Yeah. It's changing a lot. You know, uh, as we've moved in and new owners have taken over different houses, it's definitely younger people coming in. Yeah. Younger people who want to be close to Minneapolis. My thing was, was I wanted a dining room. Right. And when we started looking at houses, I mean, the second you look at St. Louis Park, you're like in these tiny little rooms. Right. And my boyfriend and I are not tiny people. So we were like, okay, we, we need more square footage. And so that means further out. Right. We like it. We're in walking distance to a couple oh, of restaurants. Nice and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all good. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I beg on it a lot. Right. And, you but know, you, times you beg on the 70s Cooper. version of Crystal yeah. more than the modern one. I mean, there's some... We've been out, like, on Friday and Saturday nights, and there's some... Yeah, I mean... You, I know it's still... You know, it's still a rough joint. <laughs> yeah, it, I've been over there. It's, it's, it's weird that it is. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a strange... Uh, I, and and we'll talk about like what makes it so 
you know, there's just this weird. It's um, a little bit of a throwback. It's it it's is. a little it bit like, yeah. like like time the shit country stops. Yes, that right place there. that I like growing up. Like the few times I've been out because my brother lived in Robbinsdale, and a few times I've been out over there. It feels like the bars would have felt when I was too young to go to them, but where like oh yeah, I mean, like Steve's is the exact same. Like yeah. it hasn't changed. Well, and and where like like two dudes just come barreling out of the bar and they're punching each other. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, a, well, that's, that's what it feels like. That's, oh, that's normal. Yeah. That's Everyone's Crystal. like, oh, wow, well, look, there they that's are. That's what fighting. happened Saturday night at <laughs> Duck yeah. Duck Days. What are Duck Duck Days? Duck days? It's like oh, New it's, Hope's Town Festival, so it's like a softball <laughs> tournament oh. and like small amusement rides. and wheels. Yeah. Kind of like Whiz Bang Days, too. Same, yeah. yes. You and Crystal's it. is <laughs> Crystal Follies, and I think yeah. that's coming up. Is it Follies? Frolics? Crystal Frolics. There we go. I don't like the sound of that. Is it like Duck Duck Grey Duck? Like, is that what they mean? No, by that? Duck, duck, no, duck, I have duck, no duck, idea. No I mean, idea. May, I mean, yeah, yeah knows, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just was Duck Duck Days and uh, Crystal Frolics and Whiz Bang Days. And, yeah. yeah, my sister's in Robbinsdale, and, and so we're about <laughs> literally two miles from one another. And so, just what we've experienced in kind of our neighborhoods is very interesting like they have a neighbor who has one of the lovely signs that says you're welcome here if you're legal oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's straight up i in, you know what i was gonna say that's straight up crystal but it's not it's it's <laughs> you know but, you can't I mean, do things on the I, I, I may have had a neighbor when we were discussing the uh light rail you know the botano light rail mm-hmm. so keep in far keep in mind how far we are from the botano light rail uh tell me that it was going to bring in the riffraff and she was very mm. worried about all the break-ins that were going to happen and john my boyfriend and i were like what you think like they're going to get on the light rail come rob your house and then get back on the light rail with a big screen tv like just carrying it back to like, come on. I mean, logistics alone. I right. know. Fear fear does a weird thing to people. Fear does a weird thing to even mm-hmm. the kindest, mm-hmm. smartest people. Fear is fear just is tearing a, our yeah, country apart right 100%. now. 100%. Because yeah. 100%. Uh, and we need liberals. We need conservatives. We don't need fearful liberals yeah. and right. conservatives. And yeah. Crystal is good. I mean, it's yeah. it's all good. I like to is. make fun of, right. you know, I like where to make I come from. Oh, I'm from Prague. Yeah. Right. yeah. So. I, I honestly... It was not until my father passed away that I really started to appreciate New Prague as an adult because it was seeing what a community actually does. Right. And you see when people show up and take care of, you know, the people who have taken care of my mother in the last two years, you know, like the guy down the street who comes and does like the fix it stuff around the house and like her, her book club. My mom's been in a book club with the same group of women since like 19. 19- 82 and right, like they yes. take care of each other and that just doesn't exist sometimes in a metropolitan area yeah and it's true that that's a good point and and i could point out that you know growing up in crystal like my best friend was my next door neighbor my other best friend that we that we know lived two blocks away three blocks away and the families that i grew up with in crystal are still huge in my life right. i mean as a kid um even though they've moved away my parents eventually moved away to Perm. okay and then uh you know so you know it's just sort of you know it just has that grit to it sometimes yeah. crystal does that yeah that i kind of love and, <laughs> and, and you know well, it's still a part of this you. is yeah. Yeah. You're describing the way we feel about you. Yeah. Jim's got that grit to him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. I do love uh, you know small towns like if the cities are where the economic 
you know, it's the economic engine in a lot of ways. But the the small towns, like they're they're kind of dying in a certain way in rural Minnesota. But like the just the the community, the family, mm-hmm. you know, that that's the part of it that we I don't know we should give we should try and move some economic opportunity right. to those places as right. well because we lose a lot when we lose our rural communities. Well, and I think that there is a lot of younger people, and again, I'm only speaking for like my group, but when we talk about it, like I would love to move out of the city and have land and have a bigger property. No kidding. But then you're commuting an hour. You know, my mm-hmm. parents commuted to the U of M from New Prague and the stories about being on 35 and like <laughs> the 80s, like oh, 70s and 80s, like it was awful. And, you know, there was one year where I was like, I was living in my parents' basement, which my mom takes full offense to if she listens to this. It is not a basement. It's a walkout. I mean, it's a finished, I say basement. And it's, she's like, you make it sound like you live in like a cement floor room with no windows. That, that's what I thought of when exactly. you said it. Exactly, yeah. You know, I, I was, I, yeah, I was I've like, had rooms in basements all my life. They can be a well, very so nice I, place. Yeah. I think basement. it was the way you said it because you said basement. Pa- my parents' basement. Yeah, 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 you kind of made it sound Eating concrete. Fritos right. and yeah, but I, I commuted one winter from the cities to New Prague when my parents were snowboarding and I was staying with the cat and I it was the worst yeah. experience of my life. And dangerous. And dangerous. I mean, Although now with podcasts, maybe it would be better. Maybe. <laughs> I, well, well I think we're talking easier. icy right. roads, yeah. right? It feels like we should have some sort of trains that like they do out east, I know. you know, oh. where, where people can just well, get built, on and they're go. Getting them. They're getting We're working on yeah, it. Yeah, we're only 20 years away. Don't worry yeah, about don't, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I'll and be they said we're 20 years away 20 years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're getting there. They're you getting know. there. There is something it. when you say like living in a place where traveling is easier. You know, like. Oh, yeah. Even going to Chicago, you're like, okay, it's eight hours in a car. It's twice as long as if you take the train you can take the mega bus if you're feeling real bad about yourself oh, like, i love the mega bus i've done it too I, throw me on the mega bus i've definitely done the mega bus to chicago more times than i think i should admit right. because like it is if as a single girl in her early 20s yeah. on an overnight mega bus alone yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no you know you're like i know yeah, uh-huh. i've taken many of those i'm yeah. not saying it's a beautiful place i'm not saying the mega bus is a uh, is something that everyone should aspire to but just the idea of like you get to turn everything off and not worry about it right. and someone else oh. is driving i like that part yes of it. absolutely right. absolutely yep. if you could control who else is on the mega bus with you it's a whole different story <laughs> that would be a plus yeah yes it's i like you, to train better i, I oh, heard i've had friends do it and they say it's pretty cool it's pretty good why does everybody on the mega bus have a big screen tv too that they're logging around <laughs> right is that, is that what we're saying <laughs> yeah oh they're leaving crystal from, they yeah. just left crystal <laughs> yeah. just, coming from chicago they stopped in milwaukee <laughs> Got on. The yeah. mega bus net with all Swung the goods. Swung through New Hope. Crystal grabs some TVs. That's horrible. We shouldn't say that. Oh my god. I have that's, no idea if that's offensive or not. I don't know. I don't know either. I really don't. It's certainly dumb. It's just dumb. Certainly, that's it's more dumb than anything. Just yeah. remember that, people. It's so dumb. Yeah. And you guys, I think if if a person can't make fun of their hometown and the, and, and then the, what can you make? Yeah, fun of? Right. I mean, we have to be able to make fun. Of, you can't. We can't. Rightly so. We can't make fun of other people, but we can make fun of the town. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> yeah. It has to be a thing. I had a really proud moment uh, in June. My high school baseball team made it to the state tournament, and they were in the championship and played at Target Field, and they, they lost, but it was so cool oh, to wow. see how many people came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I awesome. I mean, like, it was East Ridge, which is a big school in the East Metro, and then it was New Prague, 
And New Prague had four times as many fans as East Ridge did. Oh. And the drive is twice as long. Yeah. So you're kind of like, nice. yeah, exactly. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Well, that's that's super fun. Yeah. My, uh, my, my son, my 12, <clears throat> excuse me, 12 year old is playing uh, baseball and they lost their last two games. They were, they were top of the little league, you know, that they were in throughout the season, but they lost their last two games and they had their banquet last night. And nearly every kid, they, they kind of get up and give, you know, talk for a few minutes and the coaches were really great. So they asked the kids like, what was your favorite part of the season or whatever? Nearly every one of them pointed to those last two games that they lost because they they got down right away and then uh, sort of came back and rallied together. I just thought that was really cute. Like, you would think in a kid's mind that losing was the, the right. worst thing ever. So your team lost. But just to get there yeah. and, and be a part of that and show up, the whole community shows up, like, that's a win. And they had a rain delay. So they were supposed to play at, like, 7. So the game would have been done by, like, 8.39. But it got pushed back, so they got to play under the lights. Ooh. Which I was like, as a kid, how <laughs> so good. So fun, fun. Right? Yeah. Like, as I was, like, envious. I'm yeah. like, I want to be down there. I should have gotten a press pass. Like, I should have <laughs> yeah. been on Yes. <laughs> like, milk every connection for my high school baseball team. <laughs> totally. yeah. 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 You should have. Yeah. Well, you could have walked in there. You're like, hey, you know, me and Mark Rose and our buds. Right. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have car blanche on any place. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Is yeah. this is this one of those myths that just turns out to not be true? Like you don't they don't just open doors for you everywhere you go or do they? Are you recognizable in that way? Um I've been recognized a couple of times. Yeah. Uh I would imagine there have been people who have recognized me and haven't said anything. Yeah. Um you can kind of tell when someone starts acting a little weird, like if they put two and <laughs> yeah, two together. Yeah, of course. I had one happen uh a couple of weeks ago at Solovino in St. Paul, I went in, uh, one of my best friends got her MBA. And so we were having a little celebration. So I went in to get a fancy bottle of, you know, something. I didn't know what I was looking for. And the man who was helping me picked out this beautiful bottle of like Armenian sh- bubbles mm. or something, you know, who knows? I'm yeah. just like, uh-huh, sure. Under 20. <laughs> great. <laughs> and so I, Real good. Yeah. Under 20. I go to pay and he's like, I just want you to know, I really miss you on CCO. And I was like, Oh, Oh, oh that's nice. it was really kind. Yeah. That's and a great way to, one hundred percent, put himself in. And there. I've yeah. I've been really kind of blown away by the people who listened when I was on CCO, who have reached out and are just like, you know, we really miss you. What's next for you? What are you doing? And that makes you feel good, but mm-hmm. it also puts some pressure on you because you're like, oh, no pressure. No, you're good. No, but there's like this. I, I you know, like I said earlier, <laughs> I am always trying to do more, mm-hmm. yeah. which is hard. I need to be a little kinder to myself and a little yeah. bit more patient. But yeah, it's nice. It's funny because it's like your friend's parents. You know, like CCO is like a very different dem- demographic. Oh yeah, totally. And being like the thir- the token thirty year old millennial <laughs> on the station, right. so it's like all my friends' parents are like, "We really miss you." I'm like, "Oh, thank you. That's yeah. very kind." Do you consider yourself a millennial? Is it? Are, are you technically a millennial? I'm technically a millennial, but like I'm not like an. I don't think I like toast. you anymore. Then, right? a, Isn't mean, that the fine. way it's supposed to be? Is, right. like, is it? I don't think we're supposed to like millennials. I find them fine. I, like I. I think they're being supplanted by what's the next generation Z. Oh, I think it is Z. Z, who's yeah. coming up I don't now. know why people are always so hard why? on the kids. I think the kids 
coming up these days are plenty nice. Well, but it's it's just kind of the pass along. Like if we went mm-hmm. all the way back, you know, mm-hmm. like whoever was before the baby boomers were talking right. the baby boomers, mm-hmm. and then the right. baby boomers passed it along. And I'm more disappointed with the baby boomers than I am, like <laughs> right now anyway, than I am with the kids. I think the kids are doing fine. As long as the baby boomers aren't influencing the kids, yeah. then I think we're okay. But yeah. that's where I have a, yeah. a little bit of a, a fear. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there. It's out there. I mean, if you saw how many baby boomers stood out in the rain last night to protest the uh, Pledge of Allegiance at the St. Louis Park City Council. Now, I don't care what your viewpoint on it is, right. but it's torrentially downpouring. Yeah, and there under are a the lot world of, scenario. Yeah, yeah, and there are a lot of people who don't even live in St. Louis Park protesting outside right. the St. Louis Park City Hall. You're just kind of like, oh, if we just took that energy and put it into something <laughs> that really mattered. Too. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do a lot of politics on here and, and, and rightly so. I'm not looking to, you know, anger people. No. Nor nor do I, you know, I have my views right. and they're whatever. Right. We should all be good. That's about why that. I left radio. In all honesty, I I I couldn't do it. I mm. couldn't come home any longer and be carrying other people's anger and fear with me because you were getting it from both sides what kind of uh what was i I didn't listen that's okay i don't know anything what kind of radio were you doing So we were doing a three-hour news talks show and chad hartman's still on it and he's a great host he he, (laughs) i know chad yeah well his kids went to my camp i know his kids oh really yeah yeah oh funny campers and they're like like adults now yeah they're in their 20s they're doing great yeah they're doing great but no i um it was news talk so it was everything from local world Oh my political. God. Oh, wow. I mean, it, you're in holy it. Sh- in yeah. it. I mean, that's really got to. Well, that's why I'm in therapy. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. The tipping point was, uh, and you know, it was just the comments that were coming in after president Trump had made comments about transgender people in the military and the comments that were coming in from people that like live amongst us were like, so horrific talking about other human beings who had sacrificed their time and energy for our own country. I just was like, I can't do it. I can't. And so I had a conversation with management about my future there and we just were not on the same terms. And so when it came down to it, it was like, you know, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't go home and carry this with Mm me. And I had to kind of just cut the ties. Fair enough. I mean, that's good. And, And the fact that you are able to understand that right. and communicate it and then move to cooking? Yeah. Like, where oh. you actually can give something to people and that's got to be very therapeutic. It's got to be good. Someone yeah. once compared, you know, talking about uh, police officers and PTSD, like, especially in a place like Minneapolis-St. Paul where you're constantly being on a case or co- going somewhere where something sad is happening and people in the media, especially because in today's society, we don't just cover what's happening in our local communities. Mm. You're covering everything and you're constantly inundated mm-hmm. with it. And so to just like let yourself breathe a little bit, it's 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 aggressive. And I, I think especially where we are right now with this idea of like the hatred towards mainstream mainstream media. Oh, yeah. Is that mainstream? Yeah. 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 But like the way people communicate even with reporters on social media the comp don't read the comments but i've of course always read the comments so yeah yeah it's i mean it's it's unsustainable i can tell you that we can't keep up this anger like this and it's not healthy i mean these are these are our friends and neighbors and if they're if they have a a different viewpoint from you do you really hate them like is that is it really a good idea to be so angry with everybody around all the time you know yeah i I don't get it. it just drives me nuts yeah 
but well, that was a sad few minutes. Well, man, you start mentioning. Well, I'm just kidding. You just got to bounce back to cooking, and then it's happy oh, time. It's you know, <laughs> I mean, because that's where your passion is right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it is, and that's that's where I see you know where you're heading and where you're putting your time in right now too. Yeah, seems like. Do you do you have? Um, you were going to say something. I no, but do you have like? anybody out there in the world that you really wish would you hear this because you have some other project you want to get moving on and you're like you know what Steve Johnson you no know. so it's actually interesting is um, I am doing so when I left CCO I jumped right into a director of marketing position um, at Vibe Realty in St. Paul and I loved it but with what I want to be doing personally the time constraints just weren't working so I moved into like a consulting role and so I'm taking on more consulting projects for like social media events marketing all of that which has been really fun i've really enjoyed the creativity side of it like i don't know how to ha- make this happen but if someone wanted me to plan their wedding i would love that because i don't think i'll get well my, you just put it I out know, there I'm putting it yeah. out there well and that won't be stressful no, but it's someone else's wedding <laughs> right so i yeah, it's, yeah planning someone That's else's event potential Lindsay Gensel, oh. yeah wedding, wedding planner, planner. Oh. yeah yeah and wedding planner too. TV cook. I would, yeah, I could and cook for your wedding. Oh wow, my goodness. The full yeah, deal. that sounds. That sounds stressful. super daunting. I know. Yeah, it does, no, doesn't it? It's the ultimate this. project. That, you're up for it. Oh, you want to do it? You're a doer. I am a doer. I'm yeah. a maker. Yeah. Yep. And I have. You'll bang that out. Yeah. The thing Done. that I'm struggling with right now, and maybe you guys as creatives are in this, but like I get really excited about a project, and I'm really excited when I start it, uh-huh, and then I'm like, oh, uh-huh, and then I'm like, uh-huh. oh, what about that other project I right. really want to start, and this one's sitting over here like half finished, and you're uh-huh. like, no. I bought myself a sewing machine a couple of years ago. I had one, and anyway, fresh one. I made one top that I absolutely love, and then I got all excited, and I'm going to make these pants, and I got the fabric, and it's a year later. It's still just sitting But there. you made the top. I made the top, That's, so I did something. You did it. You're half done. I'm half oh, done, but I know Do you what you're wear saying. it? I wear it all the time. Oh, my God. I'm so envious because I've been, I want to do that, yeah. but I'm intimidated by it. Uh, and I have all the fabric. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have the sewing machine? I do. My grandma's. Oh, oh, I have my so grandma's sewing yeah, machine. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's really sweet. Okay. I love looking at patterns. I love going to Joanne's and sitting with pattern books. I could do that for hours. Oh, I, there's this Isn't woman it? you should follow on Instagram. I'll send yeah? her to you because okay. she does. Um, she has her own pattern line. Oh, oh, what a fun gym. Yeah, add it to the list. I, yeah, it's no. endless. It's endless. But you don't get to. Add my girlfriend more, right now is making her own wedding dress. Like oh. sewing her own wedding dress. Wow. See, I'm a sewer too. Really? I, I'm not jumping in on this. Yes. I'm, that's impressive. I, I don't mean to like you know gender stereotype, but that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I well, it's just something that I did when I was younger, yeah. and I still I'm the one who buys the old sewing machine so that I can have it. But I do. It's more like uh, maintaining my camping equipment, okay. or you know, utilitarian. It it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I wouldn't sit and cut a pattern, or you know cut fabric and and make sew a shirt i don't think you know but i had to use our sewing machine to sew up holes in my uh like pseudo father-in-law's uh boat cover Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. Yep. yeah you it's nice to have it's a really useful tool and and there are times when like well i need a sewing machine there it is yeah but so you i like that you guys are it's like I, it's one of those things like I, if I had time free time I would probably be really teaching myself how to sew 
it's a really unique talent to like it's a it's, it's a, so it's a dying art i think that's a sad it, thing it is it's i think it's out so i, I went to if you f- go to the fabric store well because you go to the fabric store and there's like a line yeah but look at fabric. the people in line yeah they're all a little bit older. and it's all a lot yeah. of the fabric is super fussy and you know yeah um they're so I live when I lived in New York. There's great fabric stores mm-hmm. in the garment district, right? Yeah. And you can just go, and it's like premium Italian. They're the designer fabrics. I mean, that's such a treat. It that's is. one of my such favorite things to do when I travel is yeah. go into different fabric stores, right. especially uh, like when we were in Mexico. Like we were oh. uh, staying in south of Cancun, so I would drive up into Playa del Carmen and go into the stores and see just the different patterns and the weaves and. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Especially mm-hmm. in Mexico, they have great. We were just, down we there, were just there. I know. We went into, with your wife, actually, we found a textile shop. Oh, I bet and that we, was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And I bought a couple of scarves. And Isn't that real old-timey? Like, like when women would move, when families would move from the East Coast to St. Louis or Kansas City or Denver or whatever back in the 1800s? In their 1900s? wagons? Wagons and or on trains. trains. Wouldn't, wouldn't the women be like have bolts of fabric yep, yeah. with them so mm-hmm. they could sew the family's mm-hmm. clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's how it was done. There was, yeah, you had to make the clothes. And it was sort of like, it was a, like a treasured thing. Like, yeah. oh, you know, my grandmother gave me this bolt of fabric. Yeah. And yeah. Make, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much more expensive. But Much anyway, expensive. now you're inspiring me. I got to get back you on that do it. machine. Mine's um, out right now because I've got some stuff to okay. do. Hmm. We are, uh, we've done it. You know, not that it. That I always say that, and it, I feel like that makes it sound like, oh a my chore. god, what a what a bunch of work this was. It was <laughs> actually this was super fun. Uh, we would like to give you an opportunity to sort of plug anything that you've got that you want to plug right now. A website, shows that you're doing, whatever it is, just Sweet. go for it. Appreciate it. Uh, just head to lindsaygensel.com. It's L I N D S A Y. G-U-E-N-T-Z-E-L and that links to all my social media and all the stuff I'm doing and if you see me in public and you recognize me please say hi because that's always really it makes really you feel good because she's you awfully like nice yep I tr- I tr- I, you're a pretty nice person well, I appreciate I that I'm waiting for the moment that I get caught out uh, in like the sweatshirt and dirty pants, like mm. no bra, because it happens Zubas a lot. Yeah, and I don't own Zubas, but there are some. They're making a comeback. They are. And aren't they local? They yes. are. Yeah. Yes. crazy. Yes. Minnesota is such a great place. We have Zubas. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Plug for Zubas, too. Yeah. Uh, funny. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. I had such a good time. Thank you so much. It's my Lindsay, first time back on the in. mic since March, so oh, I appreciate good. you guys oh. kind of killing and the band. Yeah, thanks for sticking with the idea of it and yeah. coming in. And I'm really happy that this worked out yeah, this way. Yeah, thank you guys. So great. Anything you, else Lindsay. you guys want to say before we go? I think no. Have thank a, thank have you, a, audience. Thank you, audience. <laughs> I hope everyone has a great day. All of you want to say bye quick? Okay, come say here. Goodbye. This is your chance. Let's do it really quick. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love you. I love Bye you. Come on, Daddy. Bye. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. You, you did it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.